Thanks so much for downloading our latest episode of The Ugly Truth. Today, Paula and I are talking about celebs from the royals to Leo to the goopster. Plus, I get what I deserve. My boots from China have arrived. We talk about it. Also, our ugly and awkward moments of the week. Thank you so much. Shoplipandflip.com. Enjoy the show. It's another uncensored look at the world around you from sisters who will say just about anything to anyone at any time. It's the Uggs. Jamie? What did it kill you to get a wax before the show? Honestly. Paula? Hi, would you like to buy some cookies? Uncensored as always, it's time for the Ugly Truth. Welcome to the Ugly Truth. This is episode 430. I was going to go, Paula. What the heck is that? I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> what is wrong with me? I don't know. Are you drunk? No. Well, I'm tired, of course. Daryl got home late, late last night. He was in Memphis for three, four days. Memphis? Yes. Um, I you mean Radio. Nashville? Yes. Okay. Memphis, Tennessee, right? Oh, Nashville, yes. I was going to say, Memphis is a shithole. What would he be doing there? Well, I mean, normally I would have producer Dub come on and explain the story, but I'll give you the brief. Now, our mom used to go to Nashville all the time for her job when she was working before she Mm -hmm. retired, and she went to Nashville quite a bit, and I said, yeah, Daryl wants me to go with him to Nashville, and we can go see the sights or whatever, and I want to go see the Bluebird Cafe. I want to see Grand Old Opry. I think that'd be really cool. And she said, don't go by yourself. And I said, what do you mean? She goes, don't go anywhere unaccompanied. It's very dangerous. And I said, okay, but you said that about New Orleans too. She goes, well, you can stay in the French Quarter, but if you journey out of the French Quarter, don't go by yourself. I wouldn't be going anywhere. You know what? I have no desire to go to New Orleans, so. I don't either. You know, we talked about it. I thought you guys went there. No, Daryl's been a couple of times for work and stuff. And he's like, oh, you would love it. It's great. I'm like, you know, I don't like Vegas. I don't think I would like the French Quarter. Oh, I, mean, I think I'm, it's completely different from Vegas. Vegas is well, modern. Louisiana is just like <laughs> old and crawdads and drunk. I mean, I think there are historical places, but I mean, yes. probably nothing I'd be interested in. To me, like, if yeah. I want to see historical things, I want to go to like Washington, D.C. or something I like do that. I do too. So Daryl went to, uh, they went to a hockey game and, they, and, you know, they were working, it was like one of those power work things where they work from like eight to five and then from five until whenever they're drinking. Now they went honky tonking the first night and he called me my time. It was like 10 o'clock, uh-huh. uh, which was midnight there. And so he called me and he was hammered <laughs> and I said, how'd it go? He goes, it was so weird talking work and drinking. <laughs> and I go, how much Tennessee whiskey did you have? He goes, not that many. <laughs> not that many. <laughs> and he said what's really cool about Nashville, actually, is that every bar you go into, there's music. There's not one mm-hmm. place that doesn't have live music, which I think is great. I mean, it is music central there. Mm-hmm. And he goes, and they're all amazing every single one of those musicians could be famous like they're so talented there. well they're it's trying just ridiculous yes because I mean, exactly. a lot of um what am i trying to say like music scouts they'll yeah. go to those bars and that's how they find a lot of talent so yes and so he said that part is amazing but everything is fried and mm-hmm. there's a lot of booze mm-hmm. and so he was walking from his hotel to wherever they were there's some restaurant that they were meeting at and there was a um, a person who clearly did not have a home on the street. And he goes, I had my coffee and I was walking by him. And that upset him, apparently. And he started yelling at me and following me. What and upset him? His existence. <laughs> so he just was triggered by Daryl walking by him. Like, I'm sorry, time. go get a college degree. It's not my <laughs> well, fault you don't have an education. He was clearly a hobo and so and unstable at that. And so he's walking. He goes, and I crossed the street and he followed me across the street. And then I heard him say something about wanting to kill me. He goes, so I turned around because now he goes, now I've got to fight a hobo because I'm not going to let some hobo kill me in the street of Nashville. I would have turned about like, what the fuck are you talking about? Exactly. And so he turned like around. Your feet are rotting off of your shoes. <laughs> I'll kick so- you and you'll turn to dust. Right. And go so back to he, your tent. <laughs> he ran into a, a work associate who was with him 
and he was kind of backing him up a bit. Mm-hmm. And so the guy got distracted again and started harassing somebody else. And I thought, why is this occurring? Why do they allow this? Someone's going to knock this guy out on the street. And oh, then I'm sure what? he already has. Yes. And so I said, well, how did it? I mean, did he follow you further? He goes, well, I saw him again. I go, well, did he remember you? And he's like, I think so. And I said, okay. That was just the CTE talking. He's probably right? been knocked to the head so many times. I said, so he's going back in April. And I said, so would you like me to accompany you so that we can take this hobo out or what? What do we do? Yeah, I'm seriously. ready. <laughs> take, a, take a picture. Take a Snapchat and I'll... Uh... Yes, I haven't been in an altercation in a long time. I'm ready. So anyway, really with a homeless person, you're going to end up on YouTube. Are you kidding? I would end up with a disease. I'm not touching anybody like that. Yuck. Instead of taking off your earrings, you're going to slap on some uh, latex gloves. Like, hold on a second. <laughs> Let me put on my gloves. All right. Wait, I need a mask. Why are okay. you wearing one of those biochemical suits? <laughs> because I'm going to take down a hobo. They're like, is this Comic-Con? <laughs> Boy, Nashville really has gone down the tubes, hasn't it? <laughs> is this street art? What do you think this is, Las Vegas? Get out of here. Right. Okay, so do you recall, I hope you remember when I told you that in my insomniatic stupor, I had taken some sleeping medicine and I still couldn't sleep, so I was really loopy. And this was a couple of months ago, and I purchased uh, a pair of boots that I thought I got ripped off. Because I couldn't. Oh yeah, the ones that came from China, but it took like two months or something. They arrived yesterday. Oh, they are exactly what I deserve. Okay. They are not. They are not what I ordered. They came in a very damaged box that the post office. The kids did the best they can, Jamie. <laughs> yeah. Well, they need to work on their sewing. So the they came in a damaged box. I opened them up. First of all, they are not the boots I ordered. Obviously. They are a dark brown leather. No, they're not leather, sorry. Um, burlap, fabric fake suede. They are brown instead of the gray. Okay. The bottom of the boot, it's supposed to almost look like a cowboy boot heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are a hiking boot heel. Oh. That is rubber with some weird little gem on the side of the buckle on the top of the boot. So for shits and giggles, I thought, well, there's no way these are going to fit. So let's try them on. (laughs) So they fit. They're too big in the part where you put your feet in and through the ankle. But the calf is so tiny that I could only zip it up halfway. And I do not have the problem that a lot of women do with boots where you have big calves. Like our stepmom used to have. Dad used to hate that. He's like, I would love it if she could wear boots, but she's just got this giant calf meat. That's just instead of her. She can't zip up anything. (laughs) No, I, I don't have. I have several pairs of over the knee boots. These were supposed to come up like halfway to the kneecap. I've always had the problem where I don't have enough calf meat and everything just sags. I don't either. I guess I should do some muscle work to kind of firm that up. But Maybe should, we should come out with a line of boots called Thin Calves. And <laughs> like you're not not quite a Barbie, not quite a brat, you know, right. somewhere in between. Not normal, but too thin. <laughs> right. Just that sounds like an SNL skit. Anyway, so I was like, well, this is what I deserve. This is what I get for trying to circumvent the sold out of the actual store where I wanted to buy the boot, thinking that I could somehow, you know, cut out the middleman and just buy direct no how much did you pay for these things 68 dollars. oh my god jamie i know i know i know i know and so they've just been sitting on the floor can you give them to like malia or Mackenzie or something like that? i showed them to malia and she started laughing so i doubt it (laughs) okay take that as a no i just call them the dollar tree boots because that's what they are so i think i will donate them um, to somebody who can you donate them to like a women's shelter or something i or? think i will now the thing is is that what's weird about these boots is that the sole is actually quite good it's the the rest the shaft of these boots are so horrific plus it's not the color i wanted at all and when i opened them i thought what what was i expecting to get what did I think was going to happen? That all my dreams would come true and I would actually get the boots that I really wanted? That's hilarious. I, I was shocked that I even got them, to be honest with you. Yeah, really. So. Well, you know, once you take sleepy medicine, but mm. you like push through the sleep period and you're still awake, 
That's yeah. like when people try and have sex and stuff because it's supposed to be like all euphoric and everything. It isn't. You got euphoric <laughs> about the boots and yes. you imagined them to be something that it wasn't. Oh my God, they're so horrible. Anyway, I, I, you know what? Maybe I'll, I'll post a picture so you can see the China boots. Yeah, you should do that. This is what happens when you go shopping on sleeping medication. Maybe someone will like wear them glamping because they've got like the high heel or not the high heel. They've got the like the rugged heel but they can mm. still look fashionable, dare I say. My only concern is that the fabric would disintegrate upon water touching it. I'm not sure that they are meant for anything other than sitting in a box. Why would you encounter water in camping? Um, well, you know, water. They're I mean, big. aren't you just what don't happens? you just sit on a chair and in front of a fire and drink i we we did not we did a lot of activities when we went camping we went fishing we went hiking we walked through the water i mean that sounds hard i don't like camping i told daryl i said i'm never going camping again but if we ever get a cabin in front of a lake i'm happy to go if i have a toilet and running water i'm good but i don't want to ever sleep in a tent again in my life. Mm-hmm. Never. Unless I have to because there, the apocalypse happened and I survived. Other than that, I'm not interested. And if the apocalypse comes, I'm moving into a mall or an Ikea. That's where I'm going. I don't know about anybody else. I think I'm going to do the whole Naked and Afraid style. <laughs> we watched a little bit of Naked and Afraid um, the other night because I used to watch that show a lot because I would be yeah, like, me too. I would be like, there's no way in hell I would ever have my genitals exposed to bugs and creatures in a foreign land ever. No, no. Um, and I don't know how they do it. I don't know how you sit on the ground with your vagina just exposed to all kinds of disgusting things. You could have like sand flies in your snack. I can't. Like, can you imagine sitting on the beach? No. Or like the guys, they just freaking like bend over. I'm like, can you not do the goat in front of me? Please. Like seriously, I know we're like naked and afraid or naked and scared or whatever it's called, right. but I mean, <laughs> I don't want to see your balls in my face. Seriously. Have some decency. I mean, make a loin. It's a, so here's my thing about that show because mm. they're all like survivalist or whatever. Right. Or hippies. But sometimes, so like this one couple, not couple, partners or whatever you want to call them. They were like there for like freaking five days and the guy literally could not start a fucking fire. I would have to slit his throat and live off of his body. This was supposed to be his thing. And of course, you know, she's the moral support or whatever. I I remember them. And I'm like, I could not be a moral support. I'm like, this is your thing, you idiot. I would be be out of (laughs) my mind. I'd be like, disappointment doesn't even cover the fact that I got matched up with you. I'd be like, give me that thing because clearly you're incapable. Mr. This is my thing. Get the fuck out of my face. I'm going to start this fire on my own. I remember him and I remember watching that going, you know what? Why do women have to do everything? Why is she going to have to take over and start this fucking fire? And then he's going to have to, you know, he's going to be completely demoralized and he's going to go out and try to find some sad little one inch fish that she can eat. You know, he he even used her hair. And I'm just like, I remember that. And then he's sitting in front of the camera. He's just like, I feel so defeated. And I'm like, I get I know that in the background you do hear me going, you should, you dummy. You know, (laughs) I'm going to go gather more sticks, I guess. I believe they wasted away to practically nothing. And then finally he got a fire started one random day and they were like, <laughs> we did it. And yeah, it's like, they got it because they were talking about how freezing they were at night and how comforting the fire was. And that's the whole thing is, is like, so these people are, you know, quote unquote survivalists. And I'm just like, sometimes when I watch these shows, I think they get inside of their own head mm-hmm. and their own skills yeah. that it just prevents them from thinking like outside of the box. Oh yeah. Be- you know what I, I mean? Like there's, sure. they're, they're just, they're stuck on their skills. Mm-hmm. They, they will not venture outside of that. And, and it's like their, it's like their own worst enemy. Right. Because I would be foraging for, you know, I would be looking for any little piece of glass or right. like a, a freaking lens or something. Well, because, be- I mean, I I used to burn ants with that shit. No, and, no kidding. You know, See, that it helps to have a bad childhood. We remember all kinds of things. <laughs> I know, right. I mean, if we had Stephanie, we'd oh have fire instantly. Are you kidding? Like she's, within five minutes. She's a survivor. <laughs> We're all survivors and we all think very creatively. So we would be, we would be all right. The only problem I would have is the nudity. I'd be like, I don't want to see your snatch, please. Can we create a grass skirt? Allison, cover your vagina. 
It's like, would it have killed you to get a wax before the show? Honestly, really? Do we have to see the muff? Come on. Things are going to get husband, trapped in there. My husband likes me natural. My husband thinks I'm a damn good chef and he likes a big bush. <laughs> <laughs> she would have laughed at me. She would laugh at that You're too much. so cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Please, she would have laughed. She'd be like, "Well, you're not she wrong." Would've. She's like, "What? He does." <laughs> God, I'm out of my mind. That's so funny. Okay, let's move on to celebrity gossip really quick. Um, I want to touch on the Harry and Meghan thing because I I'm curious what you think. I know no one super cares about these people. We're not in England. They don't mean much to us other than it's fun to watch, right? <laughs> really this kind of came out of left field it did or right field or whatever field yes one of the fields. so so if i understand correctly they basically are saying okay we're stepping down from being like megan and harry of sussex like the royal prince mm-hmm. and we're moving to canada we'll come back when we have to right. to do whatever things right. but other than that we're we're cutting ourselves off from the royal riches we're going to make our own money, mm-hmm. be- become our own people. We basically don't want to be royals. Right. And we're they don't want to be senior royals. Senior royals have yeah. jobs. They have to uh, show up, represent the royal family at events, at, you know, meeting dignitaries and world leaders and stuff like that. And they want out of the rotation. And they're like, we want to live in Canada, raise our family, do our own thing. Right. I saw a quote from the queen and she says, you know, this is just really kind of come down the pike. Yeah. And um, I, I'm still just having to process this and, and think about it. Right. And so the way she said it was it almost sounds like she's going to have to either approve this or not, because it almost sounds like. They may not have a choice. This is what I think. Harry has never been one to conform to the royal way. If you've ever, if you followed the boys since Princess Diana died, Harry has always been a, a, a renegade. He's never, ever conformed unless he's absolutely required to by his father. So what he's saying is, I'm stepping down from senior role. I'm not in line for the throne I'm not interested in living the royal requirements that that require me to live in one of the palaces and all that stuff. The other thing is, everybody's really blaming Meghan Markle for this. She doesn't have any power at all. None. She's like Camilla. No one gives a fuck in the palace what she thinks or what she wants. So she's just there. Harry's the one that's doing all of this. He's oh yeah. He has he's the one, and he's just like fuck you guys. You don't like my wife. This country's racist because she's the first biracial princess in a hundred something years, and I and I see what they're doing to her in the press, and I see how they follow us in the UK, and I'm not letting them do what they did to my mother. And he's leaving, and I think that's exactly what it is. I don't think it has anything to do with Megan being difficult personally. See, I think it's the complete opposite Paula, because, she's not that powerful no but she has that much power over harry and i think what happened was is things did not get really really bad until after they got married and that's when you keep you you started to hear all this diva like behavior mm-hmm. about her and how she went through like probably a half a dozen assistants and you heard that she was extraordinarily difficult. Mm-hmm. She was pretty bitter about all the press. Yeah. And well, and her parents turned on her. Her dad absolutely turned on her. Well, and the other thing too is she kind of came from trash. And yeah, so but, you know, to think to think that she would, um, you know, she's this rose. I think would be impractical because. Well, here's the other thing I thought, and I maybe you can see it in this in this light. She may be considered difficult in the royal world but she's an american and american women are very free and we're 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 really accustomed to being equal and our voices are heard and we aren't interested in someone telling us no you can't do that because of who you are that that ended in the 70s and it's getting Mm -hmm. more and more that way where we're actually considered human beings who have a voice and, and and a point of view in other countries especially in the royal family No one wants to hear your opinion and no one cares. You will take this and you will eat this and this is how it goes. And she's not comfortable and I don't blame her. It would be a significant culture shock. But the thing is, is that she had time to 
to adjust to that. And she had to have full disclosure about that before she entered it. So to think that she was going to change that Mm. or that that was going to change. I mean, that goes that's been going on for centuries, like having to wear nylons. (laughs) Yeah. Or or having to constantly appear and wear these hats. Right. Or have to make these appearances, you know, hours after you gave birth and, you know, know. um, all these things and have have these interviews or these family photos with your newborn. I mean, she she rejected all of that. She did. You know, and and that's what I'm saying. But she, you know. That is, and and if she's going to be a royal, which she agreed to, right. that is all part of it. The only thing I can think is that Harry told her, don't worry about that. Those are suggestions. Those aren't requirements or something of that nature. Because, you know, you can't force a human being to do anything. And I'm not saying that she didn't put her foot down after agreeing to the protocols of being a royal. Because I think you're right. I think she's like, oh, yeah, this will be so great. And then it feels like prison once you're there. Everybody's telling mm-hmm. you what to wear, what to do, how to act, how to wave, where to stand, you know, all of it. But I I really think that Harry is not completely pussy whipped. I think he's angry and he is really bitter over the death of his mother. And this is how he's dealing with it. I really do. I'm not saying that she's not a catalyst I mean, he married her for a reason. You know, he didn't marry some princess that that they'd been trying to shove down his throat for seven years, which they did. And he was like, I don't want to marry this person because Mm -hmm. she will conform to everything that I hate. He married someone. I think with Megan, though, Mm -hmm. the thing about her being American. Yeah. Is is that she cannot appreciate the royal family. I agree. The way the british do right and so for her being royal she's just like so you know like (laughs) what does that mean you know it's just like like i don't give a shit it just is a bunch of rituals and stupid pictures and you know all these events and it's mostly just being a pain in my ass she's like we literally have zero power and so and so it's just a it's a stupid thing and so she i i would not be terribly surprised if she just said look i don't want to do this anymore you know, I, I think it was a mistake and Harry's just like, whoa, 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 let's let's just see what we can do to change it. You know, and mm. she's just like, I don't want to I don't want to live here. I don't want to do this. I, I want out. You know, I just, and I, I just would ask that you not underestimate Harry's fury over because he and the brothers are not speaking at all. But that all started after he married no, her. after he had the baby. But they're also saying, look, we're going to we're going to be there. We're just not going to be trapped in this royal palace. We're going to live our lives and we're not taking any more money. We're going to be financially independent. She was a millionaire before, so they do have money. But the problem that everyone's having, it's like, okay, that's fine. You're not taking your allowance, but the government still has to protect you because you are an heir, officially an heir to the throne, whether it's 10th down or not. And now you have this baby, this royal baby. You can't be going to Target, you know, Mm -hmm. by yourself. And I think I agree with you that Megan doesn't get the gist of how dangerous. It's like being an ex-president. You can't just go meandering around without social, without Secret Service. I don't, and I don't even know why they have to leave the the continent. I mean. I think it's the press. I, I really think that's why they're leaving for her. I think it's because the press has just been insidiously difficult. Well, I think in another country, it probably wouldn't matter. Yeah, I don't you know, know man. If, don't if they know. moved to like Sweden or something like All that. All I can think you know? of is maybe it isn't that. Maybe it's something we just don't even, we don't know. We don't know. You know, maybe it's nothing that we are, make, we're making a lot of assumptions. But I also think the queen had no idea. <laughs> she was shocked. You can't, I just don't see how you can live your entire life as a royal and then just suddenly have complete disrespect for it. I know. You're right. Well, hopefully they work it out. Okay, next on the list, I want to talk about Gwyneth Paltrow is coming to Netflix and people are outraged. They are outraged that this snake oil saleswoman is going to be on Netflix. I don't know why people talk about her website. I don't know why they thought she would get a Netflix show would be a good thing. Well, this is what I think. I've seen the trailer uh, for, for Goop on Netflix and... I'm hoping that I am correct when I say that this is kind of like a tongue-in-cheek look at her brand. In in essence, it's more like this is the more ridiculousness, and they're kind of making, almost making it a joke. 
But mm-hmm. um, for example, because I was re- I read the little thing and it says she talks to experts and gets hands on alongside the staff at Goop, her lifestyle brand. The six episode season slated to release on January 24th. She and her team uh, go through a trial series of spiritual health and wellness trends armed with ideology of leading with curiosity and keeping it real. No pseudoscience stone is left unturned. Gimmicky fads like energy healing and cold therapy meld with experimental exorcisms and psychic consultations. Mind-altering psychedelics are used as a form of mental health treatment. But I also know that the first episode is talking about giving yourself an orgasm by just laying there. <laughs> it's so weird. I don't know. I, it, is that even possible? Not for me. I don't know, but maybe, maybe I've heard of the tantric sex thing, but I, I mean, I could give myself an orgasm by laying there, but I'd have to have my vibrator. Yeah. So I, God, I don't want to watch it, but I'm going to, so I can be me. I'm not going so to I can be Fuck angry. No. Well, I'll tell I'm you. I'm not going to indulge. I'm not going to contribute to that. <laughs> Do you know there's a goop store in San Francisco? I don't give a fuck there. This lady went in and she goes, I went in cause it's in a fancy part of, you know, the shopping districts of San Francisco and you go in and they have clothing, but the largest size they have is two. They have zero, zero, I- zero and two. And if you, and they have larger sizes, but you have to ask someone to go and get it for you in the back. They don't want them. Exp- they don't want them. God forbid. They don't want anyone to see that a real human body needs a size 10 or something. Apparently. I will admit this, that when you're when you are displaying um, merchandise, things do look better in smaller sizes. So like when I worked in um, shoes Mm -hmm. at Macy's, they're always size five Mm five or five and a half. We always put those on display because it does make the shoe look more appealing. Do you mean that a platform in a size nine and a half isn't as appealing, Paula? (laughs) Okay, so finally, Leo DiCaprio, this happened before this happened right before New Year's Eve. I don't know. Did you hear that he saved someone from drowning? No, he uh, Leo gave this is funny. It says Leo gave a drowning man the deep sea rescue he never got playing Jack Dawson. <laughs> so while vacationing aboard a yacht in the Caribbean over the holidays, he took part in the rescue of a crewman who fell from a club med yacht near St. Martin. His yacht was anchored near St. Bart's, heard the mayday call and went out. It was this was December 30th and he helped find the victim. He'd been treading water for 11 hours before they found him and rescued him. The man identified only as Victor was a club med cruise worker who had fallen overboard after having too much to drink. So there you go. He's a hero. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think uh, the radio we listened to, they were they made up their own commentary and they said as soon as he pulled him up, he said, it's not so easy, is it? (laughs) Or something like that. (laughs) That's funny. The only other thing I wanted to tell you, I totally forgot. There was two other things. I didn't put them on the thing. Elon Musk and his girlfriend Grimes are having a child. I don't understand the Grimes. Like, why is her name that? Doesn't she have a first name like Emily or something? Why is it just Grimes? Is she an artist? Like a singer? People name their kids the stupidest names anymore. Like, if I was a teacher in a classroom, I would hate to read the roll call. Okay, and I I don't know why I've always, this is a really random thing, but I've always had a really weird soft spot for Ricky Lake because she seems so lost. She was, you know, she was a midwife for a while or a doula. You know, she does acting. She was obviously in Hairspray. Um, You know, I don't know. And she's always battled her weight and she's been really honest about it. So apparently her whole adult life, she has had a problem with losing her hair. She had the alopecia thing. And alopecia is when you, it's a disorder where your hair just falls out. Women, women get it for a variety. I think men do too, but for for women, obviously, you know, our hair is our thing. Everyone's women, every woman, their hair is their thing. And so uh, she has always struggled with it. And so for years, um, she's been using all kinds of extensions. She's tried wigs. She's done all the medications, you know, everything, keeping the hair short, whatever. She's like, it'll go real good. And then, you know, months later, it just all falls out. It's like, there's nothing you can really about it. There's nothing she can do. She says it's claim, it claims it's hormones and stress and a million other things. And so she decided she had had enough and she shaved her head and that's just the way it's going to be. And if she wants to wear a wig, she will, but she's going to just be bald now. And she's not going to be ashamed anymore. Well, that's uh, one way to go. 
right? I I just think with with the way that wigs and hair pieces are today, I mean, I don't mind her. The only thing I can think of is she's coming out in front of something like someone saw her bald or something. And so she's trying to like turn it into something positive. But hair pieces now are made out of human, usually human hair. And especially if you can afford them, I mean, they're amazing looking. So I'm, I was a bit surprised that she decided to do that. But a lot of celebrities are doing the bald thing. Well, I mean, a lot of celebrities wear extensions anyway. I mean, none of most of their hair isn't their own hair. And so, which I mean, I'm always jealous of what their hair looks like. But then I have to realize that's not what their that's not their hair. So I remember the day when I realized that JLo was wearing hair pieces when she went to an awards party and she had a long ass ponytail, like an Ariana Grande ponytail. And then the next day she had a bob. And I went, oh, because I just I'm so gullible I just assume that that's their hair I mean one time I showed my my hairdresser I said I want to do my hair like this he goes okay first there's like eight hair pieces in there you can't do that I'm like oh really yes that was my problem is is I couldn't understand what I'm just like god the Kardashians are so lucky I'm like their hair is so thick and long I know and someone's just like their hair has like major extensions in it yeah that's not real Mm -hmm. and they're just like they have really long thick extensions in their hair and they're like that's why it's so long and thick and I'm just like you mean that's not real no and they're like no and I'm just like well then I don't so bad because i'm like i could never get my hair that thick and long i so. i strongly thought about you know i thought about taking vitamins all of that stuff. i do take vitamins I and <laughs> Actually, and then i also saw casey musgraves oh and, i know you know i thought her hair was real and i think for a while it was but i think she's doing the extensions now it's really super long now i freaking love her i'm so glad that she's I do too but i'm just like disappointed that she's starting to get all glam she's always been glam no but i mean i liked her when she was a little bit more subdued i guess I just think when you've loved an artist for a really long time and you've watched them from their simple album covers. I mean, if you saw her videos in her first her first album, she was glam back then. But now she's got big designers who are like, please wear our clothes. And she's like, "Um, yes. I mean, she's girly. So she gets you know, she can do it. So for that, you know, it's like I'm like, good. Good for her. I mean, I was like seeing a girl kicking ass anyway in the Mm -hmm. entertainment world like that because she worked her ass off i remember she said once that she was i don't know like 11 or 12 and she's been singing publicly for for as long as she can remember and they said you're Mm -hmm. too fat and you don't sing good enough you will never be famous and she Mm -hmm. said i remembered that and i never ever freaking forgot that never so anyway we have to talk about jeopardy geo party okay so right now well as of the day we are recording Mm -hmm. It is Friday. The standings are Ken Jennings at two, James Halzer or Halzer at one game, and then I don't know what is wrong with that guy, Brad. He has zero. <laughs> and most of the time he's like negative going into final jeopardy you know, and doesn't even play. When you see him up next to the other two, he looks like a fluke. Because he can't even, he has like brain farts constantly. He, the pressure is getting to him. He's intimidated. And so he's sucking wind. And I was watching Whoa. him going, listen, you smarmy little shitbag. You, you beat Ken Jennings one time and here you are. Nah, you don't belong here. Ryan and I were just like, what is it with him? Cause he always finds the freaking daily doubles. Yes. But, and then he blows but, everything. But then he blows them every time. And like the other guys are like pissed. Cause they're just like, God damn that was it. such a easy one you idiot and i could have gone all in and would have been like and save myself you know, twenty thousand dollars ahead or twi- i'm sorry points i don't know why they're like <laughs> emphasizing the points thing i always say but, dollars too but do you have a favorite that you want to win ken jennings i'm old i'm old i'm og i just love See, him i know of course you know i like the poker player of course, but that you know you know he grew on me i admired the way he figured out a way to work the game really but I just, I love Ken Jennings. He is the consummate nerd. He's king of the nerds. And I just love it. Yeah. And, and the fact that he's a writer now. I mean, I would never write, read anything that he, I have no interest in him outside of the game, well, really. What the hell would he write about? I don't know. I mean, he's been writing nerd, for- Nerd stuff? I don't, I don't know. know. Now, do you think that when this tournament ends, that uh, Alex Trebek is leaving the game? Is that the here? Is that the rumor? 
I read somewhere, I can't remember what it was, but I read a blurb that said Alex Trebek has already filmed his farewell show. Oh. So I would not be surprised at the end of the Tournament of Champions if this was his farewell show. I'm going to weep. I'm going to openly weep. I don't well, know about you, but he's been in our lives just as long as everyone else. We we used to watch that show as a family. I don't know if it was Ryan or Victor, but um, one of them pointed out that he has a chair now behind his podium. <gasps> oh, my God. Do you think he's wearing a hairpiece? Oh, yeah. Big time. It looks if really good. If you look, good. you can tell. It looks so oh, good. Oh, it's excellent. See, Ricky yeah. Lake. Look, at Alex Trebek is dying, and he looks amazing. Come on. Slap a wig on. What are we doing? Well, she's just throwing a big pity. You know, she's just one big pity party, Jamie. I know. And, you know, the fact that she's just like, well, I've decided to become a doula because I'm obsessed. And then she's you know, over that. And then when and she got divorced, she was just like, <laughs> oh, woe is me. I'm so fat and he doesn't love me. And... <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know why I have a soft spot for her, but I do. I don't I don't know. I have a hard time for people who constantly feel sorry for themselves. Well, you know what it is? It's not. We don't see the pity party. What we see is the proclamations from said said pity party it's like you know i've been feeling sorry for myself for six months but you know what fuck it i'm a woman i'm gonna rule the world and shave my head damn it if that happens for you know 20 years it's it's just a pity party you're right well all these proclamations you know and then you know it's like i know i was said i was gonna be really amazing last year well things happen but i am back damn it you know i mean i get it you know it it is annoying for sure I don't know. I feel like I don't know why. Like I said, I can't explain the soft spot, but all right. Well, I'm looking forward to the final final and I'm hopeful that um, this isn't the end for Alex. But if it is, it is. And we'll just wish him adieu and, and cry and reminisce on what an amazing and there's been no one like him. I mean, even um, who's that fool that that did prices right? What was that? Dude oh, name? Bob Barker. Bob Barker. He's he's up there with Bob Barker to me for sure. Uh, even more so because did you watch the behind the scenes? Um, they did the other night, the hour special. No, I didn't. Is it really good? Well, I just didn't realize what an integral part of the show he was. Yeah. Because they film all the shows in one day. I did know that. Yes. They give him every show's answers and Mm. questions Mm -hmm. and he goes through and he'll make edits or recommendations Mm. and things like that and then they all sit down at a certain time at like you know 9 a.m or 10 10 a.m yeah and they'll go through and then he'll have questions or suggestions or you know whatever it's it's called like alex's meeting or something like that that's gonna be and god paulie you know i'm starting to think you're right they're they may not replace him I don't know who they would. Well, unless, not only that, you know but what? If, if he, what? Oh, Ken Jennings. Well, I was going to say, unless the winner is interested in hosting. I got to tell you, Paula, I wouldn't hate Ken Jennings being the the guy. He, he would be good. He can't, he's, he's almost unbeatable because he's so smart. And think about the meetings that he would have. I mean, that's amazing. Well, and they that's all, you know, they all are very charismatic. And they're very so. personable and he's super likable. Yeah, I don't Oh, should be interesting to see. Just nothing like Drew Carey or something <laughs> stupid. No, Drew Carey has his place, but it's not there. Uh, this is a dignified show where we all try to feel smart, where we actually learn right. something. Okay, let's go ahead and do our ugly and awkward moments of the week. I don't even know how it started, mm. but... Brian and Olivia, they start these little competitions, much like we did when we were young. And they didn't make a lot of sense. And so for some (laughs) reason, starting in the living room, they decided that they were going to time each other, power walking to the front door and back (laughs) and see who could do it the fastest. All right. And so I look over and I see Brian's hips going as fast as he can. And and his hair is like breezing, you know. And then... um, and then he he had to slap she had to slap Ryan's hand and that's what stops the clock. Got it. And so then you know Olivia wins and her little swift legs are, you know are power walking and he's like he's like <laughs> but he's like one foot on the ground at a time he's like no running and so she's like a um, little baby ostrich she's just funny <laughs> and so then 
I don't know what prompted Victor, but he decided he's like, all right, it's my turn. Oh, God. And so for some reason, he got up, though, and took off his shirt. So I got my camera what? and I started filming him. Oh, my God. And he didn't know because I was on the couch. And so he started power walking. <laughs> and you don't want to power walk with your shirt off. Uh, no. And so it wasn't until he came back and he saw me. He's like, oh, come on. <laughs> what, so, he, what, what the fuck is he taking his shirt off for? He was just being silly oh, with the kids. Okay. And so he's like, all right, now it's your turn. And I'm like, all right. And so <laughs> I get up. I start making like long strides like a gazelle, you know. <laughs> well, you do look like a gazelle. <laughs> and I slap the handle door. And I don't know what happened, but I started to get like real competitive. Like, Paula, like I got to beat this time. <laughs> you're surprised that you're competitive? What? I came in like 0.2 seconds underneath Victor. And I'm like, damn it. I want to do like, it you again. You want to go again? And I'm like, no, I stubbed my toe. Oh. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> That's funny. But I'm just like, is this what people do who are poor and need entertainment? Yes. They time each other power walking through the house. Okay, first of all, that's what all people used to do before smartphones and Netflix. <laughs> is you would have games in the house with your fam. That's what you would do. Yeah, so. it's true. Well, it's like us when we would tie a sewing thread through the house to you know booby trap one another i don't know how we survived ourselves sometimes well it was only fun until one accidentally got to mom and she's like stop it (laughs) (laughs) and then we'd all hide because we'd hear the snap we're like and we're like oh shit mom got it this is a waste of materials why do you do this you have to throw all of this away or whoever was closest got an arm grab that hurts constantly it's so true good lord i don't know how we survived her but anyway Uh, that's funny okay so um i want to i want to wedge in a daryl had an awkward moment in memphis which or i mean nashville which was really funny so apparently in these bathrooms uh at whatever building they're at i i want to say i think they were at a we work in nashville actually and it's a WeWork. It's these new, they're these, WeWork is a company where they build office spaces in big cities so that you can just rent out the room instead of having to have an office. So if you're having mm. like what they did in, in Nashville, where everybody was descending upon Nashville from a million different markets, they can meet at this office, pay whatever it is for the three days that they were working and then just vacate and not even have to think about it. So kind of like a business center. Yes. And they're all over WeWork is everywhere and so i think that's cool we have one i think we have one here but we have in sacramento but there's one in san francisco that just got completed that's really amazing and it has like all the the best of the best it's got you know outlets and computers and screens and whatever you need to have a printers and stuff like that right but i mean it's more for like presentation stuff too so they have like you can phone in and skype somebody from china or whatever anyway uh, so he goes, I went into the bathroom. And I'm like, they have a mouthwash dispenser in the bathroom. And I'm like, that is brilliant. First of all, I love it. Why don't what does a mouthwash dispenser look like? Well, it looks like a soap dispenser, but it says mouthwash. So he's like, well, this is cool. Cause I just had, you know, fried food and whatever. So this will be great. But he didn't know how to get it because there was no, like, were there Dixie cups around or well, There was, but he didn't find them. He didn't see them. (laughs) So what did Mr. Man do? He gets on his knees and opens up his mouth and squirts the mouthwash into his mouth. Did somebody walk in? No, that would have been us. He got away with it. But he's like, that's really great. He goes, so I walked in again and thought, well, do I want to do this again? And then I look and there's a small sleeve of tiny little like dentist sized Dixie cups for the mouthwash he's like totally didn't see it I he's th- like oh he's like oh that's how that goes okay i get it now and i thought knowing well, me i would have tried to cup it in my hand and then been like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking i'm like well do you have to put it in your hand like soap or something and then you just kind of is it gelatinous like do you just kind of slurp would- it up like a jello mold like what is it i don't get it I would have done that, and then the person next to me would have been looking at me as she, like, pulled down the cup, and I'd be like, oh. Oh, that's how that is. Okay. All right. right. Okay. I'd be like, well, I'm kind of a germaphobe. I don't like touching things. Oh, my God. I wash my hands. (laughs) So, anyway, I thought that was really funny. That is funny. So, uh, the night before Daryl traveled, we went out for sushi kind of late because we were running a bunch of errands because he needed, of course, clothes for this trip. And we're sitting down. Now, Daryl is vain shockingly 
Mm-hmm. He doesn't like wearing his glasses in public, which is so oh. ridiculous, but he doesn't. And he doesn't bring them with him. He goes, oops, oh, well, I forgot my glasses. And I always have mine because I don't like being able to not see things. <laughs> so, And my glasses are nice, so I don't really care. So I took them out and I'm reading and it's dark in the sushi place. Plus, you know, these restaurants, they do black backgrounds with teeny tiny, like gray writing. And it's really super small. So I'm looking and I can't see. And, you know, they sat us in a table where we're surrounded by a bunch of people. We weren't on the side or the outward parts. We're in like the middle, which no one likes that table, but it was busy. He goes, mm-hmm. well, what's this one? You know, we were looking at what the role, what was in the roles. He goes, well, what's in that role? And I'm like, okay, let's see. And I totally didn't even think about it. I felt like I was reading aloud in class. And I said, okay, well, this one has spy crab and spy shrimp. <laughs> and I go, what's spy crab? And I look at him because he eats sushi more than me. He's like, is that spicy? He goes, I think that's a spicy. And I look down. I'm like, oh, no, it's a spy. He goes, I think it's like abbreviated abbreviated oh and I went, okay oh okay and then the, the lady next to me starts laughing because i'm like what's spy crab and anyway it was awkward and weird oh my god i know i don't know i don't know why we but you know what like i said i'm a little naive and gullible in real in the real world i'm not actually very i don't get it on the first round sometimes (laughs) and so it creates these awkward moments anyway no it happens to me all the time i I can't see anything anymore i know oh paula you have to go get your eyes checked i know i just freaking go to lens crafters or something i know i need to do something it's bad tyler came home with new glasses the other night and i said uh are those new glasses he goes yeah they're my new spectacles and i said are they tinted and he goes there is a tint to them and i went Oh, I go, you look like Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> he started to laugh. Who's this? Who's Mitch Hedberg? Mitch Hedberg is a comedian from the 80s. He's dead now because oh, he was a drug okay. addict. But he looked just like him and he started to laugh. He's like, no, I don't. I go, you kind of do because he would wear the tinted glasses on stage. But yeah. they're not so tinted you can't see. They're just tinted enough you go, why are your glasses tinted? But anyway, I guess that's it. I think we're done. All right. Well, um, I have one last announcement. Please. So Olivia is in the Girl Scouts, as you know. Yes. And I was going to ask is, you about this. Oh, my gosh. It is that time of year. She is going to start selling cookies. Buy some cookies today. So, hey, so you guys- I'm going to <laughs> I'm going to post the link. You can buy them online oh and they will God. be shipped to you. <gasps> so I'm going to post the link on our Facebook and then we can also post it on our Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll let Jamie do that because I don't know how. <laughs> but um, please order some Girl Scout cookies. Uh, mm. They're delicious. They are $5 a box. Cookies uh, they taste have- so nice. Yes. They even have the gluten-free, uh, I think it's peanut butter chocolate. Mm. And those are $6. Um, and so I encourage you to purchase some cookies for my daughter's troop 2407, the heart of Central California. Be prepared so. for a lot of uh, a lot of Troop Beverly Hills banter <laughs> yeah. this season. We're the girls of Beverly Hills. <laughs> I can't wait. Beverly Hills, so. what a feel. I can't well, actually wait. be like, we're the girls of El Grove. So Olivia somehow believes that all the whole troop is going to... Uh, uh, sell cookies at the same time, even though at the meeting we went to. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this this happened to me. What? Um, I went to, so Tuesday was her meeting, and they said parents had to come to the first half an hour. So I was there. I've never done the cookie thing before because this is the first time she's been a Girl Scout. Right. But apparently, you know, I'm the only one. Oh. And so I'm sitting at this little desk filling out this paper, and the girls are doing their thing. Well, I look up after I'm done filling out my paper and I just see all the kids talking to the one thing and all the parents are gone. So I'm looking around. Oh, and all the parents are standing in a corner listening to this lady talk. And I'm oh, just no, like, you're missing the meeting. And I'm like, well, you know, it would have been fucking nice if someone had told me that you're all going to go corner off and talk about grown up stuff. You know what? You're, and you're so gonna, you're going to have to find the other rebellious parent. 
Well, I don't know if there is one. So I go over there, and of course, she's like, you know, well, ladies, it's that time of year. It's very exciting. And I'm just like, you're bugging the shit out of me right <laughs> I'm now. I'm already annoyed. Is there an internet website I can go to so I can just leave? That's kind of, and so then I got an, a message today, and they're just like, we're still missing uh, a couple forms. I believe it's blah, 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 and Olivia. Um, there's one of the others that I didn't get. I believe it's Olivia's. And I'm just like, <laughs> all right, I get it. <laughs> Get your shit you know, together, um, mom. Maybe I would have known what I needed to turn in if someone had told me that you guys had already been meeting. And so... Um, well, welcome to the world of being the rebellious parent. There's always one. And you know what's funny is that the leaders of said groups always like us because we are not up in their shit all the time. We're just like, well, tell me was, what to write and I'm out. She was wearing a pink sweater and like peach cover girl foundation that you know mm. didn't really match and her hair was in a ponytail oh boy and so i was just like Ugh. and so i was just hoping i'm like can i just do the online sale thing but i guess she's gotta do time at the booth whatever that well, is that's but fine. they said only two to four girls at a time at the booth because i guess they got complaints last year from some of the businesses that there was too many girls there running around you know Oh, uh, right. Because nobody knows running how to, amok and creating, you know, nobody knows how to control their children anymore because they don't know how to say no. Not. Or well, to, I'm just like, I don't get that. And I'm just like, you're who's selling the cookies. Right. You know, if they're running around is it the parents, well, you know, or is, the kids, this is the ultimate. This is the same as the big school projects. They know who's selling the cookies. It ain't the girls. Because if it was the girls, they'd sell like four of them and it'd be to their grandparents and that's all they would sell. I'm just going to probably have like a tight shirt made that's low cut and says got cookies and then like yeah. a question mark on it and just let my boobs hang out and be like, hi, would you like to buy some cookies? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Absolutely. And then make sure you, you have know. little uh, make sure you have the dosy dos on your nips. And then I'll just go sit out in front of like Harbor Freight or like Home Depot or something <laughs> there you like go. that. Five bucks. Auto AutoZone. I'd be like, it's only five dollars. You look kind of hungry. I'd be like, like six bucks if you want to peek. <laughs> I'd be like, would you like some milk with those cookies? Would you like to take? Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll just have like a little container of milk. And Olivia, you know. Olivia, be like, mom. <laughs> She'll just be. I'm like, go play. <laughs> go play. Mommy's got this. So we made a lot of money, got uh, several phone numbers. We're and, doing good. Uh, We're doing great. And they're like, Olivia did the best this year, considering that she's new. <laughs> First of all, Olivia's going to kick ass. It's going to be awesome. I cannot wait. I'm so excited to get started on this campaign. So, yes. all right, well, we'll set all that up. We will set up a link if you want to support the Uggs, baby Ugg. Uh, in her endeavor to prove to all these snotty Girl Scout mothers that we're the best, because um, we are, you're going to buy a box yes. of cookies. So anyway, yes. that's that. Great announcement. And we will definitely, we'll kick that off probably before, right when the show kicks off. We will post all of that. When did cookie sales start? Friday, January 10th. So right now. All right. Then we will do that immediately. Immediately. So... Thanks, everybody, for joining us. Have a great rest of your weekend, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening and sharing the show. See you next time on The Ugly Truth.